Hello, and welcome to the, what is this, episode three? Three or four? Yes, three. Episode three. Three of the College Cheese Video Podcast. I'm your host, Al, and joining me today is Nate. How you doing? And live in studio is Aaron. What's up? So this time, people will be able to hear him and see him, and so he won't sound auto-tuned. Yeah, I know, right? Got a few things to talk about today. First of which, last Thursday or whatever, last week, Nintendo popped out another Direct, uh, this time dedicated to Fire Emblem. I think I'm the only Fire Emblem fan here. I have not played any of the Fire Emblem games. Did you play? You played some Fire Emblem, right? Yeah, I did. You I played, played the... Conquest, right? Fates? Fates Conquest? Yep, and then I played the one before that. Awakening. Yeah. Okay, first of all, the Direct was only about 20 minutes, so it wasn't that long. It was narrated by Yuri Lowenthal. Chidori. I literally put that in the notes in case Joe joined us because then he would get more of a kick out of that than not anyone else because he doesn't like uh, Yuri Lowenthal. Uh, intense hate for him? Yeah, I wouldn't say intense hate, but it's like whenever he, he sees that Yuri Lowenthal is in voice credits, he's like, Ugh. oh. Yeah, because he did the voice of Sasuke and he did the... Uh, he did a whole bunch of voices. Yeah, he did the voice. That's of, pretty much why Joe doesn't like him because he's like and there was a, saturated. Yeah, he, the, uh, because he he was everywhere. Yeah, he did the voice of Luke in uh, one of the Tales games. Yep. Let's see. First thing they talked about was a HD remake of Fire Emblem Two, which was never released in North America. It was Jap- Japan exclusive, which I think is kind of cool because you know it's always nice to see like games come over for, that weren't released here. Do you think of any? Can you think of any games that um, only came out in Japan? Do you think it would be a good idea if Japanese only games came out here, or do you think you should just like leave that alone? I wish that Bleach game for the uh, PS3 actually came out over here. Uh, which like, are you talking that? about the one that kind of played like um, like the Naruto games that we've been getting over here, like the Ninja Story oh, games? I, mean, uh, I can't think of any specific, um, like, say, Japanese game that should have came over here that didn't um but i guess no i can't think of one i can't really think of many either i mean there's a couple dragon quests no there's donkey konga 3 i mean wasn't there something like there's a there's a mario game that we didn't get but it was only japanese there was super there was super mario 2 but that was the lost levels in america and i think what like the final fantasies are out of order for us yeah because uh let's see according to this list is like we didn't get final fantasy 2 3 or 5 and they were because and they were released as like yep. other titles. Yeah, Soul Resurrection. Mm-hmm. That was the name of it. That's the so. beach game I was wanting to have come over here. The only game I can ever think of is Mother Three. Did anyone here play Earthbound, or is I am I the only one? I I had no interest in Earthbound. I know everyone was making a big deal about how they wanted to come. I guess Virtual Console. Virtual Console, to... yeah. Because like there's a yeah. there's a fan transla- there's a fan translation, but there was yep. never any official release. I think that's the only the only game that I ever really wanted to like come over from Japan. Well I think they made um I mean now that the Switch is technically a region free, maybe they'll do it. But yeah. like you're saying there's no official translation for it, so it'd be direct Japanese. Which would be terrible for people like me because I can't read Japanese. Oh no. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully there's enough game design there to, to steer you in the right direction without knowing okay. the words. So they also like moving on. They also announced a new Fire Emblem title for the Switch. Literally, that's it. They said Fire Emblem for the Switch coming 2018, 
They say that it's probably going to be delayed twice. God. <laughs> God. The, the Switch launch lineup. Get Zelda. Wait for something. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> the, okay. God. So, the, like, talking about the Switch for a second. I read yeah. I read somewhere that apparently Super Mario Odyssey is almost completed. Like the game is almost I also, done. I also looked with my eyes and this game is not near done. <laughs> it's like they're like, oh yeah, like this it's like it's really close to going like it could go gold any day. And I'm like if it if it goes gold like tomorrow and they're like, oh it's gonna come out the holiday. Listen, you know, technically Final Oh no, I'll say it. Yep, Final Fantasy fifteen. Could have gone gold three times. Okay. We'll also talk about Kingdom Hearts 3. Could have gone gold. God. But it has not. <laughs> uh, so when's... Uh, whenever I hear that. When's Kingdom Hearts 3 coming out? Four more years? Listen, Five more years? It's, it's, it's like Nate says. It's like, it's not out until, like, we've died twice, gotten three achievements, yep. and, mm-hmm. yeah... Yeah, no. Unless it's like, I'm, it's like you I'm have to die twice. My system, I have I played for four hours and have two achievements. It doesn't count. Exactly. The game's not out yet. You could be at, you could be at like GameStop or Best Buy and holding the physical game in your hand, and it's like no, this game yep. isn't out yet. It's like you could be walking to the register. You could be walking to the register to pay for it, and it could get delayed. That kind of makes me want to go play. <laughs> could Kingdom you imagine? <laughs> or they'll do the um the day one patch that's necessary to play the game in order for it to be activated. Because I know that when the PS4 launched, there was a, a mandatory update before you even could in, you install a game. Yeah, I know, Dark Days, Dark Days back then. <laughs> Same thing with the, with the Xbox One. Yeah. But I, I think that was, the, that was to get rid of something. I think it was yeah. the, the copyright issue. God, it was like, like that, I remember that patch. That patch was, it was, yep. like, it was like 40 gigs. It was, it was a patch on the Xbox One so that it could remove the install a disc and you could just play it from the hard drive instead of from the disc which is a good feature but everyone complained about you know oh i can't trade my game and here we stand featureless but yeah but you said yeah, there's some... a new um new fire emblems game that's just new fire... no yep. details right no, no details all they said is like they didn't even say like all they said was 2018 and they were like this is the first console fire emblem game since radiant dawn on the wii which i didn't I even mean, know i didn't only... even know existed the only equivalent I have for like an announcement like this is the Spider-Man PS4 announcement. Okay. We don't we don't have, we don't have a you don't have a date. All we know is what publisher is making it or what developer is making it, and that it's a Spider-Man franchise. But no story. Yeah. No possible due date. Well, actually, I guess this has one more than uh, Spider-Man does. Obviously, they did, they just said they showed like they didn't even show a logo. They just said they showed the Fire Emblem logo, the Nintendo Switch logo, and 2018. I mean, sometimes it's better just to wait until you have more stuff to show. Yeah. You know, maybe maybe give it to us three months before the game comes out. Because then we can have hype. We're still hyped about it when the game comes out. Yeah. Now, I feel like know. in terms of that, it's not even like, you know how you go to a restaurant and they start you off with an appetizer before they serve you the main course? Right. That's not even an appetizer. That's like a glass of water. Yeah, that's like it's like, here's your silver yeah, no. <laughs> That's the That's the name on the menu. Read it. There's no description. <laughs> you, it may contain chicken. <laughs> You're allergic to fish. <laughs> I mean, it's... It's it's pretty much 
just like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I remember um, when they when they announced Pokemon Sun and Moon, and it's like they at least gave like some concept art. They gave something. Didn't they show the starters right after that? No, like when they when they first announced Sun and Moon, they showed like concept yeah. art of what the region was gonna look like. That was about that was it. Oh, I think it was leaks. There was around the same time there was leaks about the starters. Yeah. But that's out of their control, I guess. Leaks. <laughs> I never believe leaks anymore. Well, y- yeah. Intentional, unintentional. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like oh, it's know. it's like I don't know. Like I think it was like a Call of Duty game, like a couple years ago, and it's like, oh no, all our stuff has been leaked. I, I don't believe that. Moving on. Speaking of gameplay, they they talked a little bit more about Fire Emblem Warriors, which is the Hyrule Warriors Fire Emblem game, whatever. And they actually oh, yeah. showed. They showed a solid like six seconds of gameplay. Oh, they, yeah, like, <laughs> they showed they showed Crom. They showed Crom and a horde of enemies and him with a sword. That's it. And then they're like, "Hey, guess what? It's also coming out on the new Nintendo 3DS." Like, I mean, I know how I know how this sounds, but a Samurai Warriors game is the Samurai Warriors game as a Dynasty Warriors game. <laughs> it's yeah. It's one of those things where it's like, hey, here's soup. You like you like this kind of soup. We're gonna add carrots to it instead <laughs> of whatever. Yep. You want some saltines now, in your here's soup? Here's carrot soup. Like I don't know. Like I mean, I played I played my fair share of Dynasty Warrior games, Samurai Warrior uh. games. Haven't touched any of the the was it the the Zelda one, and this new one is gonna be the exact same thing, the exact same but thing. with Minden, Fire Emblem though. skin. It's like Hyrule Warriors was good. It's Dynasty Warriors with Zelda. That's yep. like really all of yeah. it. Which isn't that's that pretty much all it's not, it's not a bad thing by any means. But it's like no, it's not a bad thing. It's just I just you know what to expect from it, and I think right. that's my issue with it. Also, yeah, like you know, you're, I wasn't you're gonna, gonna, gonna buy a Wii for this. You're gonna pick a character, and there's gonna be like a horde of enemies that you have mm-hmm. to fight to get to an objective. But you keep moving, and you kill another horde of people. Exactly. Exactly. They announced it for new Nintendo 3DS as well. So I think this will be the second game that is like exclusive to the new 3DS. The other one being the Xenoblade Chronicles 3D. Did they say it's actually fully... You can only play on new 3DS? Yep. No backwards compatibility? I think so. Because they, they like when they showed oh. the game, they had the new 3DS logo. So like, They do have to draw a line somewhere, though. Yeah. Because like, it, it kind of makes... It kind of makes sense because, like, you know, Hyrule, Hyrule Warriors 3DS came out, and people said that, like, you have you basically have to get a new 3DS to play this game because on a regular 3DS or 3DS XL, it runs like crap. Makes sense. Yeah. So I was like, I'm fine with it. And plus, it's like, I mean, it, it kind like of gives more of a reason to go out and, if you want to go out and buy a new 3DS, because, like, before then. Well, it's like, kind of, um, like what Aaron was talking about with um, Final Fantasy XIV. Mm-hmm. Last episode, mm-hmm. how they just dropped support for PS3 and three or no, sorry, just PS3. Mm-hmm. Now that they've dropped the older systems, they can focus on hardware that's in the newer systems, right? To give you better performance. And if this game is supposed to be like how they treated, say, Smash Brothers, mm-hmm. there was issues where like the 3DS couldn't handle Ice Climbers into the mix, so that's why you couldn't get Ice Climbers back. Right. In That's why Sheik and Zelda are separate characters. <laughs> yep. Yep. So I mean, like, and now if you're dropping older support, you can focus on, you know, actually adding more things to the game. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Then again, maybe they just wanted to add 
so you can have 50 characters on screen and slash through them all. It's like, oh, it's like okay, everybody, everybody play Chrom now. <laughs> but, but yeah, it's yeah. like Fire Emblem Warriors. I'm sure, like, I'm sure it'll be fun for people like you know people who like Fire Emblem or people who like Dynasty Warriors. But it's like. Yeah. It'll be good, but it's like you know, to, like you said, it's like you know what to expect. Yeah, let me know when they drop something for like a new Smash or something like that. I don't think we'll get a new Smash anytime soon. Yeah, me either. A port, maybe. Oh, and I see a port happening. The yeah. only thing is, if they do a port, isn't the DLC for Smash pretty high in terms of like if they did a full like complete edition and ported it over? Uh, it would actually be a value. Maybe. Because how much is how much is Link? How much is Link? Oh, sorry, not Link. Cloud. Seven, uh, cloud. Cloud. How much is Cloud? Like four bucks. Really? Yeah. Did, did he come with a stage or no? Yeah, it came with. It was, it was like it was like the, if you wanted the character, it was like four ninety nine. If you wanted the character in the stage, it was like six ninety nine. And then if you wanted Cloud on Wii U and three DS, it was like seven ninety nine or eight ninety nine, something like that. And same thing on the box, those, There were seven characters added. Yeah, Cloud, Corrin, Bayonetta, Ryu, Lucas, Roy, Mewtwo. Yeah, okay, so here we go. Pricing is... I don't know if Smash has gone down. I don't think it typically goes down in price. So mm-hmm. looking at full Not 60, at right? It's, it's still fifty nine ninety nine. Yeah, Nintendo yep, so. can't afford to drop price on Smash. So if you get all of the can, characters... I don't think they can afford it. It's just they don't want to. <laughs> just because like, they know people will buy it. So yeah, so seven characters total. Yep. Looking at... There's an all-in-one bundle, $35. So $35 plus or 60 in order to get every character. Mm-hmm. If they brought, if they did a complete edition and brought it up to the Wii U, I mean, to the Switch, it would be a good value. But I don't know if they if they can do that, and if that means that they can't add anything later on. Did they say they were done with Smash? Yeah. So then, there's no need to do that. Then it would be a good value if it, if it got brought up to Switch. They announced uh, the Fire Emblem mobile game, Fire Emblem Heroes. It's basically like a Fire Emblem game, which is like your strategy RPG. It's just on a phone. Yep. Like it looks cool because they did completely new art and the battles take place and like the, they have like these chibi looking sprites, which is also pretty neat. I think the one thing, the two things that worry me about is number one, I really hope the app itself is free because Super Mario Run was ten dollars and nobody bought it. If they play it like how there was a Final Fantasy mobile game that came out where obviously free mobile game but you pay for in-app purchases. They could try it that way. I'm sure there's Fire Emblem fans, even if, say, you get some, some good ones out there who yeah. are not are not afraid to spend money. Yep. They can make their money back for a mobile game. So I don't know if the app is free. I hope it is. And then from the vi- like, when I was watching the Direct, they showed, like, orbs and stuff, and then, like, it's like I saw a, a purchase screen. So obviously I'm pretty sure it's going to have in-app purchases. It looked like these orbs are used to summon different heroes for you to use in battle which i think is kind of neat i know like they have a website open where you can like vote on like what hero you want in the game or something i'm not sure if the orbs are like a necessity for the game but if they are then it'd be nice if you could earn the orbs like if you didn't have to pay for the orbs but like if you could earn orbs by like walking around like pokemon go or something but if you wanted to buy them you could we have a bit of breaking news that actually just was announced today, this morning. Tekken 7 got a U.S. release date for console. Oh, uh, was it June 2nd? Because June 2nd, Nate, the biggest Tekken fan. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I feel like I'll get a lot of hate if I talk about my uh, my non-Tekken obsession. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Like yeah, so it just got it got a release date, June second. Wait, and that's then, a that's a Friday release. Don't games normally come on Tuesdays? Yeah, Xbox and no Nintendo stuff comes out Fridays. Oh okay, okay. But this but, is a Nintendo. No, but hmm. yeah, it's a, and then like they they announced the the pre order bonus. It's like well they announced the release date June second, and they said if you pre order yep. you can get Eliza. Which is like some demon girl from Tekken Revolution, which was like the free to play PS3, Tekken Six or Tekken Tag or whatever. Okay. Unless it gets pushed back. I know people will be like, "Oh, it won't get pushed back because they've play tested it in arcades for like a year," and I'm like that doesn't mean anything. I hope it doesn't get pushed back, but it won't surprise me if it, if like all of a sudden it's like April fourteenth, and all of a sudden they're like, "Hey, Tekken Seven's not coming out till July." Even if they push it back a month or something. Well, I will say this. It'll be interesting to play all the new characters like um, Master Raven. Yep. No. I wonder if they'll actually put Raven and Master Raven. They might. I don't see why they would since Master Raven is basically just Raven. Oh, we'll see. I mean, I have my thoughts. But I'll save my thoughts for when we talk about a decent game like Injustice 2. Uh, no, the comments section. Oh, <laughs> so uh, jeez. Ba- so basically, the comments section will just be will just be Joe. <laughs> Probably. Next thing you know, there's uh, like a whole army of Tekken fans like outside Nate's house. So it's just with pitchforks and torches. So Joe. So you so <laughs> Joe's just outside Nate's house with a pitchfork. I mean it. it Tekken, I haven't played. Let's see, what was it? That last one, obviously Tekken Six or something. I yeah. didn't play that one. Tekken, it was always like choice between either Tekken, Street Fighter, or Mortal Kombat. Yeah. And I used to pick Street Fighter because Mortal Kombat was too choppy until they went 3D. Yep. Kind of smoothed things out. Um, and then Tekken was the same issue. It was too choppy. Yeah. I mean, it's probably fixed now. Yeah. Plus, like, like, because Tekken's 3D, and if you wanted to play like a 3D fighter, there's also DOA. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and DOA definitely has better mechanics, you know, than most games. It's just fan service galore hiding on the surface. Oh yeah. So DOA would uh, make you run your pockets real quick. So on that note, we'll segue into my next announcement. Apparently, another season pass. For DLA came out. Season pass number six. So I was going to write down a list of facts. And literally the only fact I could have was the DOA pricing. So if you were to get all, I think it's six season passes now. Yeah. And the full game, it's $595, sorry, $97. And 94 cents. So, you know, let me see. The price of a small <laughs> computer, an Xbox, maybe. Let me see. Even if it's, you go PS4 Pro. PS4 Pro and a couple of controllers, a couple of games. <laughs> I mean, you, there's a lot you can do aside from just buying DOA and yeah. all the costumes. Like, mm-hmm. like going back to the Switch for one second. I just I read this the other day. Apparently, you know how they they're coming out with Ultra Street Fighter Two on the Switch. Yep, and it's exclusive to the Switch, from what I hear. Okay, so basically, you have you're gonna have to pay over. Four hundred dollars to pay to play Street Fighter Two again, because the Switch is three hundred, 
The Switch yep. is 300. You have, I think they said you have to buy a Pro Controller to play it. And that's another 70. Wait, hold on, hold on. You you have to have a Pro Controller? I think. You can't yeah. use the Joy-Con in the grips? I don't think so. I, that was, I don't think so. This, this changes very little about what I think about that announcement. See, <laughs> but I mean, see, and then because I, like, I like the switch, there was, I like, but and then and then Ultra Street Fighter Two, Street Fighter Two is going to be forty dollars. What? Ultra is Street that, Fighter Two is going to be thirty nine ninety nine, and all it is no, it's it's it should be like a ten dollar, I don't know, Xbox Arcade game. Exactly, and oh, wait, that's because it, like, it was, it was, it was Super Street Fighter Two HD remake, which was a like a fifteen dollar Xbox Live Arcade. It's literally HD remix with Evil Ryu and and Violent Ken. Uh, Nintendo just making Capcom. dumb choices since no, I blame Nintendo for this. One. I blame Capcom because here's the thing, right? What's probably happening is Nintendo's paying them yeah. to make it an exclusive. Right, because people will like it, I guess. So they want to recoup the cost, and they're making a forty dollars game. Not smart. <laughs> Not smart at all. That's the only thing I can think of. Forty dollars for Street Fighter. At 2. least, at, at least when they made Street Fighter Five an exclusive on PlayStation, it wasn't like, "Hey guys, normally this would be sixty dollars, but instead it's gonna be eighty. They didn't do that because they were smart. <laughs> That's all it was. I mean. There was also problems with Street Fighter Five, yeah. But we've already covered that. We've covered that, yeah. Yeah, but okay. So DOA Season Pass Six, another ninety three dollars for a hundred one mm-hmm. for a hundred and one costumes. Uh, yep. And all they said all the costumes will be out by July. I think that's what it said on the PlayStation the the PlayStation Store page. <sighs> I don't know how they can go with this. You would think that oh, there'd be. A, I, mean, I, I guess not it. because they'll get. I got it. This is how they can get away with it. Memories. That, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Memories. Yeah, I, I don't know how. I was gonna say I don't know how PlayStation is allowing them to have this many items of DLC. Yeah. But it's in their benefit because obviously mm-hmm. they get a cut of whatever gets sold. Yeah. And then like. But now, so that's. I mean, we're looking at the pricing. If you get season pass, and yeah. the season pass, you can get around it, but you're still spending a lot of money to get the two or three characters that you want. Right. And the suits that you want for them. Yeah. And if you buy the it's season... A, it's still a good deal of money. Yeah. If you And if you buy... They try to sweeten the deal. It's like if you buy the season pass, you get like one or two exclusive costumes that you would only yeah. get if you bought the season pass. Yeah. Although, I feel like it's a mark of shame instead. Yeah. So if you're playing online, you're like... If you're playing online and... Exclusive you, costume. Yeah, like with the last one, it's like because I think the exclusive costume was like Neo Tango in a teacher costume. So if you if you saw somebody online with that costume, it's like you spent a lot you, of money. Yeah, for no you reason. either. Yeah, ninety something hey. dollars. I don't know. Hey, I wouldn't mind staying, staying after school with that one. Jeez. Oh, I got an apple for that teacher. All right. Um, Speaking of which, though, all of that DLC, how much memory is that taking up on your uh, hard drive? If you buy oh, the season pass, fragments. Yeah, if you, fragments. Because like, if you not even. if you buy the season pass, it's literally the season pass itself is like not even a megabyte. Yeah. Oh, because remember, your catalog is what holds everything. Yeah. Oh. 
and you're downloading catwalks anyways. And they're probably pulling resources from what's already on the desk and yeah. just reusing it for whatever. Pretty obvious question. Is it too much? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So mm. let me see what the limit for your PlayStation wallet is. Six season passes, $93 a piece. I think this one, it's like you get an, you get like, like an idol costume for Hanoka and Marie Rose and a PS4 theme. Well, if you think about it, I have never, you know, gone to a strip club, but I'm pretty sure people have gone to a strip club and dropped around $600 and whatnot. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that most people, when they go to buy these catalogs for DOA, they're not thinking about the costumes for the four or five guys that are actually in the game. I know the first set. The like that? Did you have you seen it? It's high life costumes where they're in like really fancy like business attire or whatever. There's no dude costumes that. in there. Nope. There's no dude costumes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, the the DOA girls are nice to look at and stuff like that. Right. And they have a lot of uh, dichotomy between the fighting styles between all the girls and all the characters and stuff and whatnot. Big words. But. It's really fan servicey. I mean, you can like go to uh, any manga and open it up. I, and you get like tons of fan service, more so than DOA. But still it's getting real, like because like I've I've defended DOA a lot. It's like it's a good it's a good fighting game. It's just smothered in fan service. It's getting really hard to defend it. Yeah, your your defensive uh, your uh, defenses for DOA have a lot of diminishing returns every time they come up with a. Uh, with a pack, exactly costume pack. It's like, oh hey, it's a good fighting game. Why is every uh, why is all, why are all the girls in bath towels? Mm-hmm. It's still, it's still a good game. Don't get me wrong, but the costumes that uh, when you do a uh, power blow that switch uh, that switch um, the costume into like a battle costume or something like that, right? That's pretty cool. It's like, mm-hmm. a, yeah. Listen, that was the only reason why I got that. Um. Was it the like the devil outfit for, for phase Alpha four. for Phase Four? For Phase Four, for Phase yep. Four, because literally when you do power move, you switch from whatever costume she's wearing to that devil outfit, and then also and you switch in between, and you can taunt, and it'll, it'll switch the costume. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like I like the interactive stuff yeah. that they have, but that's yeah, where it that ends. Then they go the other way. They go the other way where they have exploding clothes. Yeah, where it's like, oh, hey, all the girls have flo- like flower bikinis, and then if you hit, like, do a power blow, all the flowers come flying off. It's like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I get it realistically. Like, if you're in a fight, like, and stuff and whatnot, your clothes get ripped up. But deadly tech ninja, we know what you're doing. Uh, team ninja, yeah, we, we know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Okay. So have you found out how much you can hold in your place the PlayStation wallet, Nate? Well, it's it's either one twenty or one fifty. Either way, you can't even put two of these season passes and then and then purchase it. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. So I mean I feel like I feel like they're they should have a cutoff, but I get what they're doing. There is there's this option, which is top tier option. Yeah. And there's lower tier tier option where you can get I can only get my two characters I use. I can only get their outfits, mm-hmm. or I can buy this the, the um, not season passes. Sorry, the individual DLC packs. Mm-hmm. 
that I that I tend to like. But yeah. still, it's there just like all money. They're like thirty dollars, thirty five dollars a pop. It's like, yeah, I'd be fine if they could build it into the game, where maybe I'm selecting the suit and I see it, and or no, something similar to how Street Fighter Five has it. Yeah, where you can oh, where you can demo the get, suit. Yeah. Oh, and I, I mean, yeah, if you could demo the suit, but I mean, also if you could like, no, because I feel like if you demo the suit for a game like DOA. Some of the people who go, who buy the suits is because of how it looks, not necessarily for anything else. Yeah, they'll probably get their their kick out of the suit for that reason. And that's it. So, my last part about this: if if Team Ninja was was to come out with another version of DOA Five Last Round, and every single like say that like, say that they come out and say we're done with with costumes, and they say they announce a version of Last Round and it has Every single piece of DLC included, like how, like what would be the highest amount of money you would pay for it? Um, they can't go higher than sixty because mm-hmm. it's it's essentially like a game of the year edition, mm-hmm. yeah. which you'd have to have all the all the content on it. They would just have to eat the cost, or at this point, they've already made their money. Yeah, and they're releasing the game. Maybe they can get away with a like hundred bucks. But yeah. in order to I'd say, do that, I'd say a hundred at most. Yeah, yeah. But in order to do that, you'd have to give us something extra. Yeah. yeah. A, you know, besides all the DLC, you would need like an exclusive for buying the ultimate collection or something. Right. right. Something like some kind of good exclusive too. We're not talking like, oh, if you buy the ultimate edition, you get like one extra costume or one exclusive costume. Oh yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. DOA last round. We mean it this time. Seriously. Yeah, never gonna happen. Never gonna <laughs> happen. We wish. So, um, the st- small little the good little game the, that we all know the about good, the good fighting game, apparently, according to Nate. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Injustice yeah. two. Injustice two. Yep. The game where Should I can we... finally play with my dick and nobody says ill. Ah, oh, jeez. Little kids watching. Jeez, <laughs> great. The age rating is. Um, amazing. you know what? Um, you know what? If you can, you guys pull up the trailer on your end. I'm trying uh, to see if there's a way I can pop this up. Let's. How would I bring it up? Actually, you know, what? I might be able to do it. Hang on. Okay. Here, you know what? Undo that other thing that I was telling you about. Yeah, here it is. Might as well bring it up and show it. How's that working out for you? You it's, guys seeing that? It's, yeah. yeah. It's a little laggy, but... It's laggy? Yeah, and it's muted. Oh, because I have my muted on here. Hang on. How's that now? How's that now? Okay. Yeah. Figured, uh, Figured, uh... We might as well, we might as well watch it and watch then... It and then... Kind of react, kind of to, react it. to it. Okay. Oh, so you know you're actually your right. Oh, crap. That's oh, right. Crap, that's right. <laughs> Hang on. Hang on. This is all, this is all, all messed, messed up. up. <laughs> it's okay. It's a, it's a first time. It's a, it's a first time attempt. 
How about now? Is there an echo? No. No. Okay. And you can hear the video still. Uh, no. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> now we can hear the video. Okay. Do I even have to restart it? Or are we just gonna paint through this? No, we'll just no, we'll just play. Oh man. Okay. As soon as I saw this trailer and some of the uh, characters that we saw, I knew people were gonna start complaining about one thing. Because people gonna people are gonna complain about everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'll bring that up in a minute after the trailer is uh, over. Yeah, the 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 trailer was good. Like, obviously, this showed you a bunch of um the story, and then there's Dark Side, which I thought they would hold Dark Side. Yeah. Like for a third game or something like that, but why not? Pre-order. Well, them. if you think about it, you know, you have uh, the uh, Justice League movie coming out, and everybody's all like, "Oh, Dark Side" and stuff like that. So, I when I saw that, I really wasn't surprised he was on. Uh, I wasn't surprised that he's a DLC or a pre-order bonus at all. How do I turn this off now? Yeah. The only thing I was okay. really surprised about is that I figured that he would probably be the main antagonist for this game instead of Brainiac, and Brainiac might have been on like a pre-order bonus. But I was hoping that. Um, oh, hang on. Let me turn the sound off now, so there's no echo. All right. So I was hoping that they were gonna make. Um, Brainiac. So I thought if they brought Brainiac, it would make sense, right? Because you always have your your line of your stages of villains, right? Mm-hmm. Your tier ones, your tier twos, your tier threes. I feel oh, like Darkseid is definitely. I know I have. I hate to say it like that, but <laughs> Darkseid is your your top of that list. Brainiac is also on the top of that list, but he could be a stage two. Mm-hmm. Right. Someone smart enough could take him out. Also, he maybe you might be able to trick him into taking himself out. Not Brainiac. I mean, not not a uh, Dark Side. Dark Side is just he is going to kill you. <laughs> that is yeah. it. He has his. Yeah, I mean, there's only so much I guess they can really do. But well, if you think about it, uh, if you really want to you know, jump into the DC mythos, uh, Dark Side and. Uh... All Father and stuff like that are pretty much the new Olympian uh, Olympians. Pretty much, they're taking a place of the uh, Greek gods or whatever. Yeah, uh, the, yeah, they're new gods. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, Darkseid well, is always going to be that, like right there, highest tier. So okay, so, so let's say Darkseid, right? Obviously, he's he's not. In the story, I feel like he's just tacked in. Probably not in the story. Probably just a character they're throwing in for right now. Let's say he is in the story. Where does he tie into? Right? 
where could yeah. he possibly tie into? Also, my question is, which universe is this happening in? In Justice Land. Is this happening in... in is it in Justice Land? Or is it, <laughs> or is it you know, I don't whatever know. world I, we are in right now? I just saw in Justice Land in your nose. <laughs> yeah, that's... that's well, uh... They never said which... They never said which Earth it was, right? They just... I don't think so. No. We just knew it's an alternate reality five years in the future, or four years yeah. in the future. But so. them not telling us is a great way for to get people to go out and buy. Oh yeah, let's uh, go read Justice Ground Zero that leads up to, or read the Justice comic that leads up to you know the second game because that's pretty much I what mean, they're doing. I mean, why not, right? If mm-hmm. there is, if you're there for the story, the story, anyways, right? Yep. You're gonna look for it. I mean, to be honest, yeah, maybe we can try and sell some comics, but DC knows if you really want the information, you'll you'll Wikipedia it or someone will post it in a form somewhere. You go to Reddit, they'll spoil it for you. Mm-hmm. So you you can get the backstory if you really wanted it. Yep. Um. So I don't think they're too worried about it. Plus, they've given um. Nether Realm pretty much like liberties to go with whatever char- what the character wants, so we might have ties, but they might be loose ties. You never know. When I saw Brainiac, though, literally I saw Doctor Manhattan, and I'm like, oh, oh no, it's just Brainiac, because he because his face kind of looks like how Doctor Manhattan is. Mm-hmm. Even even with the with the that center dot on his forehead, which is whatever whatever it's supposed to be for a Brainiac. Doctor Manhattan also has that like center dot symbol on his forehead, so maybe intentional, maybe not. Who knows? Probably not. I think um, Brainiac always had that uh, symbol on his forehead. Oh no, Brainiac always had the tri symbol. Like that's a symbol of Brainiac. Uh, uh. But I mean, like looking at him in the trailer, his face, even in the uh, like when you go to the Injustice. Uh, site. Mm-hmm. They show you like better screenshots of him in, and it looks like Doctor Manhattan, but with like armor on instead of no pants. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, how do you want to break this down? Should we? Should we break it down? What do we think of a story first? Sure. Do you want, do you want, no, sure. It's up to you guys. It's um, you, you know, this is your part, so go ahead. Yeah. We're along for the ride. Oh, oh I mean, Captain yeah, we, we talked Captain. about the trailer. <laughs> we already <laughs> talked about the trailer. Talking about the trailer. Kind of just the um, characters that kind of were shown in it. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. Bane's in there. I can't remember if he was already there. Wasn't he already there? Yeah, he was in the first game. And then you... He's in the first game. Poison that. Ivy wasn't. Yeah. yeah, all of a sudden you saw Poison Ivy. I felt like for that. I felt like there was a whole. As soon as I saw Poison Ivy after Bane, I swear to God, it felt like half of the fan base for Justice was like, "God damn it!" They added more Batman characters to it. And yep, that's pretty much what okay. happened. That's pretty much what I mean for going on. for a fighting game though. For a fighting game, I'm, I'll talk about this later. But for a fighting game. You kind of want. I, I mean, she's a meta, so you never know what her moveset could be. Yeah. I mean, I try to, I try to think of the characters 
like what movesets would they actually use? And like certain characters are just clones of other characters, right? Yeah. Poison Ivy, you know, I can't think of who she would play like. I feel like she would other... probably take the place of Killer Frost from the first game. I feel like we won't be seeing Killer Frost in this one. But then again, Killer Frost has been kind of getting notoriety in the Flash TV show. And then she was just added to, um, she's going to be on um, uh, Justice League of America, pretty much, after this whole Justice League versus Suicide Squad event. Did they say which um, Killer Frost? Yeah, it's Caitlin. It's Caitlin? Yeah, I don't think it's Louise Lincoln. Because I thought, I thought Caitlin Snow didn't look so frozen. <laughs> Does that make sense? There yeah. was one that looks that looks like normal skin and everything, just in the costume, mm-hmm. and with the the you know powers, obviously. One that's like frozen, blue skin and all that jazz. Yeah, Caitlin, I think, was the one that's always had like the blue skin and whatnot. Which uh, okay. I can understand why they didn't go that route in the uh, Flash TV show, because that'd be a whole lot of time applying makeup. Well, they made her um, paler, right, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. They made her the uh, same skin color as well. You know, frozen. Yeah. Also. Yeah. 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 Mhm. Mhm. So I mean. We we obviously saw the the Superman that's locked up right in the yep. trailer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So maybe this does happen in Justice Land. <laughs> but now they also imprisoned uh, Wonder Woman, right? And she gave up her gauntlets. So unless she earned them back, maybe she's back. Or yeah. there's a big threat um, on their side, and they they're back over to help. And that's where we get Supergirl. And which Robin was that, Aaron? Was that? Well, judging by the hood, uh, that's probably that going to be Damien. That's that's oh, probably okay. going to be Damien. That's probably Damien. Okay. All right. I mean, we already saw in Injustice One, Damien Wayne was in there, right? Yeah, as the Injustice Land okay, the version of Nightwing. Yeah. Okay. So this Which is probably going realize... to be mainstream. Damien fighting against mainstream that yeah it's gonna be father son conflict there. Hmm, okay. So I, I, already well, I know guess where that's going. I guess if you think about if you think about it from Batman's perspective, right? He knows that in that other timeline, mm-hmm. Damien killed uh, Nightwing. Yeah. So <laughs> Cough. there might be some tension just from that. I know. I'm feeling I some mean, tension we'll about that. Anyway. Yeah. Um, I mean, I got nothing else for this trailer. We'll, we'll see when the game comes out. Yeah. Um, uh, we'll see, because, what, every week, every Friday, they're releasing a uh, new character on the website, because they have a uh, countdown. Really? Yeah, up yep. until it's released. Yep. yep. May 16th. It's that soon? So yep. now, I was looking at the pricing, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, clearly, there's a $60, or $70, and $100. Yeah. $100 gets you nine DLC characters, apparently. And I think mm-hmm. $70 gets you four? I mean, I'm guessing four. it's the equivalent of a season pass. Pretty much. Right? 
pretty much. It's the equivalent yeah. of game plus season pass, digital deluxes, game plus one DLC. And you that get tends to be the uh, pretty much uh, alternate skins of uh, RE uh, place characters. Yeah. For like the Flash, you get Reverse Flash. For Supergirl, it, for Supergirl, you get Power Girl. Yeah, but and, but there's also the other thing where these aren't just skins. They're also new dialogue and new voiceovers. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we get, um, oh my God. John Stewart. The Black Green Lantern. John Stewart. John Stewart we yes. get John Stewart mm-hmm. in John Stewart voice. With John Hopefully Phil Lamar just... is doing his voice. We can only hope. But there's there's only so much room for Phil Lamar. Is he Aquaman also? <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh. But... I'm looking forward to it. I mean, the, the mm-hmm. characters, did, have they announced any new characters since that story trailer came out? I don't think so, no. I think, the, I think the only announcement that they've made since then is like, oh, sign up for the beta. No. But I, oh, wanted, yeah. Yeah. I, I wanted to go back to this uh, point I was making. For all oh, the people shit. that... That's a lot of characters. Yeah. I'm looking at the site right now. There's a lot of characters that are blank. Well, there's actually two things I want to say about that. Uh, yep. First one's going to make you happy. Um, I don't know if you saw, but on Twitter, Ed Boone, uh, a couple of months ago, was had a poll on which Robin that uh, people wanted to add to Injustice 2. And yep. unfortunately, I was is scrolling. It, is it my boy? Yeah, your boy <laughs> is in the lead about... Uh, like 25%. It was like, yeah. in terms of uh, poll, it was um, I think Red Hood was at 50, Nightwing was at like 25 to 30, and like Tim mm-hmm. and Damien were the on the lower end. I mean, I would love if if Red Hood was in the game. I just feel like his moveset though, comes out to be Nightwing with guns which might be too similar to Slade. Or without the sword. Deadshot. Well, I feel like if they added uh, yeah. Red Hood, it would kind of be like Aaron Black from like uh, MKX. So, I mean, I was going to hold this for later, but, you know, we're talking about characters from the game. Is there any characters that you would like to have show up? I mean, this is a big roster of characters. Like, a lot of yeah. spots are open. Uh, for me, I, I obviously, I'm wearing a shirt. I hope they bring him back because I know the whole poll, Red Hood was winning in the poll and whatnot. So Red Hood might be a DLC character. If he's actually in the game, I don't know how he would fit in in the storyline. I'm interested to see that. Um, mm-hmm. Since we're on the topic of Batman characters, um, I feel like... I understand why so many people are complaining about there being so many Batman characters in the Injustice games and whatnot. But if you take a step back and really think about it, who has the most notable uh, villains gallery? uh, Villain gallery. Rogues gallery. Yeah, Rogues gallery in the uh, DC universe outside the like Justice League. Flash, you have speedsters. Um, they already have, um, well, I don't know. They haven't announced, like, Black Man, uh, Manta for Aquaman. I would actually like to see him in there. Um. So now, is Black Manta, I, um, 
I see him being in the game, to be honest. I see him... I, I, um, later on, there's a topic about... Well, no, sorry. I see Black Manta coming to the game because, obviously, why not, I guess? Mm-hmm. Especially with this many slots open. I, I don't see a reason for there not to be at least main character and their villain. He's already in the like, game and their bad guy. in one of the Atlantis transitions. One of the cutscenes. Yeah. Yep. Yep. State so, I mean, the mod... I mean, obviously, they'd have a new model for this game, but mm-hmm. in the last game, we thought he was going to be there because the model's already made. That didn't happen. Right. So, why not put him in this one? Yeah. Um, um, let's see. <laughs> Flash, what? There's, like, Captain Cold, and then there's a whole bunch of speedsters. I mean, I would be really surprised if they added somebody like Mirror Master into the game. That would be awesome. But I don't know how they would do his moves, though. Well, well it depends pre, on... Pre-placed uh, mirrors around. Like, oh, yeah, hey. Slash um, the mirror master master. They use. Let me just punch out these mirrors. Now you can't do it anymore. Depends on the on the mirror master they use, right? Um, yeah. There was one. Like, even, even the TV show, Flash, made fun of it. Um, yeah. Theirs was a metahuman. That mm-hmm. could just go through any reflective surface, right? Yep, Sam Scott. And then, and then, um, oh my god, why am I forgetting his name? There was the other one, uh, with the mirror gun. Yeah, he was. He referenced that in his in his world. Yeah. There was a mirror master who used a gun. Mm-hmm. So HR, depending on which take they use, yeah, HR. Depending on which one they use, maybe you can use move set where you have a character with a gun who can do it. Because clearly you can't set up mirrors ever on the stage. Um, even reflective services that gets a little touchy. Maybe you're on the rooftop and there's a, wa- a puddle of water or something like that. Yeah. And he pops out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's also that rainbow guy. Not gonna happen. Yeah, definitely um, not. Captain uh, Cold. Could, he he could be like the alternate to uh, Mr. Freeze. I mean, Mr. Freeze was, wasn't in. In no. the first one, right? No, he was Okay, not. yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, even if you say they don't want more um, characters from, you know, Batman's universe, mm-hmm. maybe they can get him as the alternative. Just yeah. like, oh, for people who don't know Captain Cold, they'll just think it's a clone of Mr. Freeze, or you're supposed to yeah. be Mr. Freeze. I mean, if they did add them both in the game, uh, I, I could see them being very different. I could see, like, Freeze being very heavy-based and, like, holding his yeah. Freeze yeah. kind of like a huge get or something like that. But, mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to be I mean, interesting. There would be room for Freeze in the world, maybe not a character. Yeah. And I say I, that, I, like... I could see, like, for his uh, winning uh, sequence, like, his background when he wins, and it'll just, Mm -hmm. like, be him in a lab that's, like, partially frozen, and all of a sudden you uh, see, like, a side shot of him, and then it pans around to his back, and you see, like, Nora Freeze in, like, a huge, you know, her little uh, chamber. Like, cryogenic, too. Yeah, and he's, like, uh, typing on the computer or something like that. All right. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna put in my two cents here because I've obviously I haven't said oh, too yeah. much. I don't know too much, but I saw this article on Event Hubs that I just I had I had to bring up. Apparently, there is a like 
obviously take this as a grain of salt, but there's a supposed Injustice 2 leak list uh, of remaining characters, which include Joker, Catwoman, Scarecrow, Mr. Freeze, Dr. Fate, Green Arrow, Black Canary, Firestorm, Cyborg, Swamp Thing, Black Adam, Cheetah, and Captain Cold. Really? You know what? Could you send me that link? I'm going to link I'm going to link that to um, you right now. Nice. Yeah. Huh. Because so on my list of characters that I was sort of hopeful for, right? Mm-hmm. I had Black Canary. Yep. Red Hood. Dr. Fate. Fixin. And a motherfucking Amazo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I linked it to you. I said the Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I feel like uh, Scarecrow will probably take the place of uh, Sinestro. So hang on, here we go. That's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Is that thirteen characters? Let me see how many spots are open. Twenty characters are open. That doesn't sound right. There's twenty slots open right now. Mm-hmm. On the slot on the site. So there's twenty slots open. So we 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 know a majority of the list, huh? I'll take it. So Doctor Fate though, I didn't think they'd do that. So like I was saying, it would be interesting because there's a whole armor system. Mm-hmm. Of taking Doctor Fate's helmet and putting it on a character would change that character's move set. Because I don't know what was it, um, Aaron? Was it um, Young Justice or was it? Yeah, where was Wally Young... got the uh, got the helmet of Fate. Yep, mm-hmm. and he became like a, a mm-hmm. Wally West Doctor Fate. Yeah, pretty much. Yep, that's that's what I would like to see them do at least. The the only thing with Doctor Fate, I just see him like throwing out this like random onks everywhere. It's like onk, onk, onk. Pretty onk. much, yeah. pretty much. He didn't really hand to hand fight. It was always magical. Yeah. Now Black Adam, we've seen, so he's just returning. Joker's returning. Catwoman's returning. Scarecrow's new, right? Mm-hmm. I could see him like taking the place of. Um... Sinestro, but they never said that they're not uh, including like uh, most of the uh, original cast from one. So, yeah. like I said, I, hopefully you know Nightwing comes back, but who knows? But then again, Jason is like the you know world's favorite Robin. Yeah, he's the I mean, prodigal son. So, I do like that Black Canary's in here uh, because she was in a picture, I think, in during the Green Arrow section of the storyline. In the first game, yeah, uh, I Fire can see Storm. her. I can see her playing like, um, uh, who's that chick that uh, screams? She's a banshee in uh, MK. Sindel. Yeah. Oh, I mean, if we have, we also have to think about that too, right? Is this is technically a a Mortal Kombat game with with DC skins, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? <laughs> so we're gonna. That's, have what, to has me, that's what has me nervous. Over. I mean. Well, you enjoyed the first one, didn't you? Yeah. It's just like yeah. My, like my one thing that I just don't want in Injustice 2, I don't want Mortal Kombat characters. It pissed me off when they added Scorpion. Yeah. Did it? Yeah. I, I was just kind of just like, I'm like, that was a waste. Well, there was that whole DC verse um, Mortal Kombat thing. Mortal yeah. Kombat, wasn't there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, the, there's an established thing for the fandom, right? Like, yeah, but you know they're going to do it. You know that we're going to either see, like, Scorpion or even worse, Scorpion and Sub-Zero. You, you know we're going to... Yeah. I mean, it, I'm sure they'll have to put their signature in there, and that's, that would be their signature, a Mortal Kombat character. Yeah. I can be hopeful that it's just going to be all DC characters. Mm. 
I think the reason it, it annoyed me the most was because I remember before Injustice came out, like a month before it came out, like Ed Boon was doing an interview, and he and the the guy asking him the questions was like, "Hey, are we going to see any Mortal Kombat characters in Injustice?" And then Ed Boon replied with, "I think it would be pretty sad if we had to put Mortal Kombat characters in this game." And they did. And they did because <laughs> I felt like a lot of people yeah. were just like, "Hey, put a Mortal Kombat character in it. Come on." And then, yeah, it, it's. When I mean, that, it was just like kind I said, of, yeah, you're going to do it. I know you're going to do it. If there's a fan base for it, they'll do it. Because um, isn't Ed Boon's now, favorite character Scorpion? Ed Boon has yeah. a major hard on for Scorpion. Yeah, he's the guy that says "Get over I mean, here," mm-hmm. or he used to say "Get over here." Now, see, look, Firestorm on this list means Aaron. We don't get um Starfire because I feel like they would play similarly. Do you not agree? <laughs> yeah, they would. They would. But it would be interesting would... to actually see Starfire in a uh, fighting game. No, no, I agree. I agree. It would be. I mean, so like my, I when I put Vixen in, I put her in there because I figured gameplay wise, she would make sense. You can have her do like the um the power changes. Yeah. Obviously, she has to. She has to totem something, so mm-hmm. why not? But uh, now Swamp Thing, I don't even know how the hell that would play. I um like a I've male version a... of Poison Ivy, kind of like he'll like pop up. Uh, I, I can see him playing like something like a Solomon Grundy. I was gonna say because he's he should be slow, if anything, mm-hmm. oh maybe he is taking the place of Solomon Grundy. Did anyone get him out of space? <laughs> Nope. So he's just floating around the in space. Yeah, maybe Jeez. he'll be back on a Sunday or a Monday. Jeez, oh, Aaron. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> um. Oh, you know this is interesting though, right? Is that Mister Freeze and Captain Cold are on that list? Hmm. And we were just talking about how one would take the place of the other. Duh. I mean, like you said though, one's fast, one's Oh, yeah, uh, I can here see we go. One. Yep. Nope, I got it now. So Mr. Freeze is on this list, right? Mm-hmm. And Captain Cold's on this list. Mr. Freeze, mm-hmm. probably your slow your slow heavy character, right? Mm-hmm. Captain Cold, maybe your faster, lighter character. Then you have, we already have confirmed Poison Ivy, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Poison Ivy, your faster, where you have your heavier, slower version. Being Swamp Thing, yeah. So it, it's it could be that they're going for that, and if that's what's going to be filling out this game, then I might be disappointed. Yeah. But it just it might be like the um right before Budokai. No, nope. yeah, Budokai Three added like every character in the in the Dragon Ball universe, right? But you just if you narrowed it down, you probably had. 20 uniques. Because Goten, just a smaller version of Goku. Mm-hmm. And that's really all it boiled down to. Yeah. Um, you know, and then you had five or six Goku clones because essentially that's all Bardock is. That's all Goten is. Gohan was sort of different. Still kind of boils down to just another Goku clone. So if they're going to be doing that where we're going to get like characters who are very similar to each other, 
but there's a lot of them. I mean, it might be good for the story, but I don't know gameplay-wise if it's really all that. Now, you know, to me, if anything, I would take out Swamp Thing and I would put in... Uh, you know what? Uh, maybe not, because I don't know how uh, Rache would actually play in a Justice game. Like, what is he going to so do? Just like, you... oh, I'm hurt. Grant opens up a uh, flask of uh, Lazarus Pit juice and, like, pours it on himself. No, I mean, so this is my, like, imagine, I'm imagining Rache playing as. Rache should play like a Batman with a sword. I feel like I would. it would be... Like how in Arkham City, that race, mm-hmm. it would play like that. Then you'd have his ending clip being him going into Lazarus Pit, coming out enraged, yeah. like that. As for like a finisher move, though, I can't think of anything that race uniquely would do. No, yeah. except for maybe calling one of his goons to take you on. Well, maybe he'll be the uh, bad guy for like Injustice Three. They'll do like a Tower of Babel storyline. Maybe. I mean, introducing Darkseid already, then they have to have someone you won't see coming, right? Going back to what I was saying before, just like the whole thing with a lot of Batman villains and stuff like that, uh, or characters. Like, how many good Superman characters do you know that would pop up into an Injustice game and fit the the style of it? Lois Lane. Um, Bizarro. uh, you know, Lana, since she's like the Superwoman now. So, no, so also, there's Superboy, right? Mm-hmm. The new one that they've introduced in... His son. This new set of... Yeah. So, there's also that, right? You could introduce that. But, once again, it's what? Slightly limited Superman. Mm-hmm. Unless you pl- play him like Young Justice clone Superboy. Oh, you can't where... Bizarro. Wait, guys, we're also forgetting this. There's a season three of um season three or season four of Young Justice. Season three, right? Mm-hmm. It's coming out soon. So mm-hmm. if you get parody with the key people from that, right? You have Ms. Ms. Martian, um, Artemis, and all that. You can put skins, sell it as DLC. True. Am I wrong? Mm-hmm. And if they're selling it like and if it's skins like how the premiere skins work for the, you know, collector's edition and whatnot, then you not only get that, but you get their voices and their dialogue. Right. And then also, I can get a DC TV pack that'll give me my Flash, my Arrow, you know, all of that. Yeah, they'll probably end up doing that too, costume packs. Because uh-huh. they did that with uh, Stephen Amell, right, for the first mm-hmm. Justice? Yep. Yep, yep. So they might do that with the Flash or Grant Gustin. It'd be nice. Because if, if it's Ezra Miller, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> you, Aaron, you have to give him a chance. You, you have to give him a chance. He's not that bad. Also, when you go when you go to watch Justice League, know that they took liberties. That's all yeah, I'm going to say. I know. I know. I, I, tr- <laughs> uh, trust me, I, I was there when uh, I watched BVS, and Lex Luthor pretty much trade, uh, trademarked everybody's uh, emblems. I was there. So he's gonna be sitting up in jail, racking up, racking up money. Just like every time the Justice League goes and saves something or saves the Earth, Lex Luthor's gonna be in jail. Just like, yep, trademark, yep. 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, should we move on to uh, our main topic? Because I feel like we've we've probably already talked for an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. So, geez, I, I feel like even introducing this as our main topic is like after. Oh God, Aaron's got the Aaron's got his notes. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is, this is technically your your topic that you wanted to, to, right. to discuss. So the uh, I talked about this last week because we were trying to come up with a the meat of our uh, podcast for episode three of College Cheese. I feel like we just I feel like we just had the meat. But... Yeah, I know, right? Anyway, well, um. We'll have to see. Yeah. yeah. Um, I came up with the idea of having a uh, franchise that we could save, like having this maybe every once in a while if there's like slow news or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I decided that I was going to, you know, take the liberty of uh, mm-hmm. trying to see if I could save Sonic for, you know, you guys and everybody out there watching. And, uh, Oh god, I can see the look on you and Al's face right now. Just like no, it's like no, because I like Sonic. I I think like I mean I like Sonic, but I'm not saying like oh the, the franchise is perfect because it's far from well. It. I mean I like Sonic. My opinion is just that Sonic needs to be taken in the back and mm. shot and shot <laughs> and shot. Well, you know what? I agree with you. I agree with you on certain circumstances, but I'll bring that up as uh, we get into this. Now, yeah. I think the best thing I can do right now to, you know, have a nice segue into what I was going to talk about, what was everybody's best or Sonic game they ever played, and which one was everybody's worst Sonic game they ever played? Well, I'll, um, I'll let you go first. Are we? Okay. Uh, go ahead, Nate. Oh, no, Al, go ahead. Okay, first of all, do we do we count generations? Uh, I, I say no because generations was just remakes. Yeah. Them. All right. So, the best Sonic game I probably ever played was Sonic Adventure Two, and the worst Sonic game I ever played was O Six. As easy an answer as that is, Nate. Well, if we're gonna go by worst, maybe I'll say even without playing it, Sonic Boom was the worst. <laughs> um, okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, I mean, that goes without saying. Like, okay. And of the most recent, like recently made Sonic games, mm-hmm. that was actually good for me. I'll probably say Sonic Advance. Okay. And that was pretty much just like Sonic Episode Four, like type of gameplay. It was just mm-hmm. side scroller, run through levels. The characters that they introduced in there, sort of interesting. There's that rabbit. Cream the rabbit. And that's, yeah, but I mean, that's the last one that I thought was good. Yeah. There was Sonic Adventure, obviously, but those were on Dreamcast. They yeah, came out you part, played, part pre- prior to it. You played one, uh, Sonic Adventure 1. I didn't play Sonic uh, Adventure 1. I was introduced to Sonic Adventure 2, which. Yep. I played Adventure 2 first. Yeah, so, which I feel like that's probably on the top of my list. In terms so I of played that. Sonic Adventure. Adventure Battle 2 before I played what was actually Sonic Adventure 1. Because I Mm -hmm. I remember I played Sonic Adventure Battle 2 and then I picked up Sonic was it DX, a director's cut? Yeah. Sonic Mm -hmm. 1? Yep. The one I gamed. Yep, I rented that from I think Blockbuster at the time. (laughs) Played through it. The worst. 
<laughs> literally the worst. And the reason for it is is Big the Cat. What? Why am I playing a fishing level? Oh, Why am god. I playing a fishing level in the middle of Sonic? <laughs> what? Oh god! I should be running. I'm obsessed. I, 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 I yeah. it. I'm leaving. I just put it to you this way: there's, there's some circumstances where, in a franchise, where supporting characters just stay supporting characters, and they should just like help further the plot of a main character. We, I don't need to play as them. I don't need to spend too much time with them. Just stay a supporting character. Be a comic relief. I don't need to know too much about what you're doing. This is long as you're helping to further the plot in a fun and logical manner. Hey, I fully agree with you, but that's not what they did. They, yeah, they... I know. I know. I'm Trust me, I know. I feel your pain because I think I was <laughs> over your house watching you play as Big the Cat. I'm just like... Yeah, yeah. Why do this? Why am I... Yeah. Oh, God. Also, the Sonic games, they got to a point where they annoyed me on a different level. And this probably has nothing to do with Sonic. On the GameCube, if we want to remember back that far, there was this thing sure. we called memory cards. Right? <laughs> I still so, have mine. Where is it? So, if you were playing Sonic, and you played another RPG, we'll just say, like... Um, Billy Hatcher and the Giant Egg. No, no. What's it, what's it called? Um... Tales of Symphonia. Oh my god. Jeez. Keep naming them. There's... Fantasy Star. But it's not. Yes. Fantasy Star Online. There you episode go. Episode 1 and 2. There you go. If you played a small game like that, maybe put 100 hours into a character, and then you're playing Sonic Adventure Battle, and you accidentally run into a child garden, the next time you go to play the game, your memory card's corrupted. Mm-hmm. Seriously? All 100... Yep. All 100 hours, gone. <laughs> Just gone. Yep. I didn't know yep. that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's if it's it's probably Fantasy Star's fault, but I'd like to blame Sonic <laughs> because literally, <laughs> it's, I'd be just, like, it's just oh. easier. It's just easier. No, because because you're playing Sonic, and then yeah. you're going through the world or whatever. You go into some tunnel, and then you're like, wait a second, what's going on? It's loading. It's loading. Do you want to create cow data? No. Next time you go on, memory card's corrupted. <laughs> I, there was yeah so th- there might be some hate from that but definitely big the cat is my reason is is my big the, big the cat god damn it big the cat big the cat big the cat big the cat it was literally the turning point where i was like this is where this is going down the like just down into garbage and th- that's just me maybe people have a have a law for big it just makes no sense to me. No. But Aaron, that that's my thing. Okay. Hey, you know what? I can't. I yeah. can't. I, I might have to end it right here because you know. No, I'm kidding. Um, I feel like the a lot of the main reasons of why Sonic is so bad right now is not only because of Big the Cat, which. That's probably one of the best sides of Sonic Boom that we don't get made to get on that god awful yeah. show. We just made it worse. But um, I feel no, like because Knuckles probably took a spot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I'll, I'll get into Sonic Boom a little bit later. Um, yep. I feel like the marketing team 
doesn't respect the legacy of the characters. Like, they don't know what they want to do with these characters anymore. Mm-hmm. I feel like they don't understand the legacy behind these characters. And I feel like since they're in a sense of limbo, I think there's a lot of pandering and they're being a little bit too reactionary to everybody like complaining about, oh yeah, you can go, you should go back to like to the Sonic games. And then you have the people who are just like big fans of like the Sonic Adventure series. It's like, oh, Shadow, Silver, and all this other crap and whatnot. I just feel like if they wanted to go beyond Sonic 06, as bad as that game was, they really had to look at the identities of these characters and like shape the game around all these characters, like, if you want to do, like, a crossover with everybody and stuff like that, then you would have to structure the game's story in a way that it respected a lot of these different characters' different personalities and whatnot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I, I, so, I, mean, I agree. I feel like they should like pull like a DC what they did with uh, Jeff Johns and have like fans running the franchise now. People that actually have a passion and love these characters. Because I know Al loves Sonic. I love Sonic. I mean, we all have our favorite characters and whatnot. Uh, Shadow fan Mm -hmm. over here and whatnot. Uh, I know you're a Knuckles fan, was it? Um... I mean, if we have to pick, like, one character from Sonic that I, I like, it's... No, because Knuckles is a little... He's a little bitch. I mean, like... <laughs> so Knuckles... It, he's always getting tricked, right? Yeah, he's gullible. Mm-hmm. In, like, the he, Sonic Adventure Battle games, he's, he's gullible. He's gullible. Yeah, and fuck. then you have Tails. Tails is, is just your smart character, I guess. Mm-hmm. Sonic is your... I'm cool... He's like the character. character of the series. Mm-hmm. And then you have Son- you have a uh, Shadow, which is your your antihero. Yeah, he's the stoic. Yeah, yeah. yeah and I'll um, get into the uh, dichotomy between you know uh, Sonic and Shadow and Silver and stuff like that later. But keep going. So I, so I, I don't really have a favorite. If I have to pick a favorite, Big the Cat, it would pro- it would probably be that rabbit from Sonic uh, Advance. Only cream. because it's literally because it, it, cream what was it cream and then cheese was the little chocobo or something like that. Yeah, and then yeah. yeah, yeah. So I mean, like it was a carefree character. Cream cheese. I'll take that one. Yeah, cream cheese. Okay, that's fair. Um, yeah, I mean knuckles. Knuckles is cool. If he wasn't so gullible, probably. So goddamn stupid. Metal Sonic. Metal Sonic. The only reason I like Metal Sonic. Literally, because he has some. Yeah, there crimes. you go. That, that, that's what it was. <laughs> that's about Metal it. Sonic. Yep. But yeah, I agree. Like, if once again, I'll put him just because I have a, I'm a DC fan. I'll put him into the uh, prism, uh, like DC. This like Sonic would be like your carefree Superman type. Uh, mm-hmm. Shadow would be more like your, you know, anti-hero, your vigilante Batman type, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So okay, hold on. How we also, we, well, I'm talking about. Do you not remember that of... that solo game? 
Remember that solo game he had where he's a he's a spy or something like that, and he's using yep. guns all. Oh mm-hmm. my god! So yeah, motorcycles, so guns, wanting to kill the president. Yeah, that never should have happened. Never remember when, you remember when that game came out and we were at school and we were trying to tell people how cool that game was going to be and then it ended up being absolutely <laughs> crap? <laughs> we were like, we were like going, like we were talking about Shadow of the Hedgehog and people were like, oh, it's it's a Sonic game with guns. That sounds really stupid. We're like, no, it's going to be great. And then it came out and it was crap. Okay, since oh, uh, we're, we're giving out a well, uh, since we're on, you know, Shadow the Hedgehog, that was not only one of my main problems with that game was the guns. The whole personality of Shadow sometimes during that game was just like, what did you do to the character I loved in Sonic I Adventure 2? I give Shadow, I give that game, I give Shadow the Hedgehog the game credit for one thing. I thought it was cool. I thought it was. Decent because it had branching storyline. Yeah, it had a branching storyline, which I got. Um, there was a lot of times where it was just like Shadow was talking to like Eggman. It was like, please, Doctor, who am I? Am I an android? I'm just like, come on. Number one, you wouldn't be begging Eggman for nothing. You would be doing the whole, your whole Batman thing, just like, oh, snap. Oh, technical difficulties. We're back. Yeah. And better than ever. Yeah. Sorry about that. That was my fault. It's not your fault. So, uh, anyway, like we were talking about, I feel like since we were on the topic of uh, Shadow the Hedgehog and the many reasons why it was bad, I feel like besides him having guns and stuff and whatnot, I feel like the dialogue and some of his actions <laughs> in the game, like pleading with Dr. Eggman, just like, who am I? I don't know who I am and stuff like that was a little bit out of his character because Shadow's yep. like a very, he's not big on words. Like a lot of his personality is seen by his, his kind of antisocialness and his uh, like subtle yeah. mannerisms, like him standing or him folding his arms. Yep. Oh, there is all right. Yep, you yep. just got food. Oh, jeez. Thanks, Bob. Thank you. The one thing I wish wish I had here. <laughs> okay, we're good. Yeah. So okay. I, I feel like there was a lot of times where his personality wasn't really captured like it was in two. Like, he wouldn't be begging Eggman to tell him who he was. He would almost kind of be like the uh, uh, very Batman-ish personality that's, like, demanding him in so many words and his tone and his uh, body language clusters would emphasize his, like, mindset a little bit. Mm-hmm. Oh, Which I would uh, go back to Sonic 06. That was one of the uh, things I liked about uh, Shadow's dialogue and historian 06, that they brought him back to what he was in uh, Sonic Adventure 2. Like, his monologuing was good. Uh, his whole uh, story with uh, Mephilus as you went down, uh, went through, it was actually really good. Because I feel like if you're going to have um, 
a hero or tell a story about this hero, then the villain should always be like a twisted microcosm of the hero's morality on the inside. Just like where Bat, uh, Batman is a, uh, a he he's uh, a lover of justice, and you know Joker loves chaos. And on the for Shadow, if Shadow was Batman, then his Joker would be kind of like uh, a Mephilus, which I feel like they should have kept him uh, Mephilus around after 06 or gave him some, some kind of a way to come back. You know what I mean? I can that. Yeah, I mean, I can see that. Also, I feel like if you want to like keep Sonic like going, I feel like you should have one team dedicated to like making like Team Sonic games, in a sense of uh, make a game just like with Sonic, uh, Tails, and Knuckles and whatnot, and bring that adventure and carefreeness that uh, is synonymous with like Sonic games because obviously Sonic is a character that's all about the adventure of it all. They're kind of doing that though, with yeah. with Sonic Mania, yeah. And then you should have a separate team working on, like, uh, Team uh, Dark-related games. Like, Shadow's main theme is all about uh, the fight of it all. Like, where Sonic, you can just... It's all about the... Huh? I just imagine that that Sega would, would make the right turn, make the right choices with Sonic, and then devolve when it comes to... Shadow games. I don't see them having the uh, what's it called? the control to not just take it too far. The chaos with control. Sonic. God damn it! Oh, God damn! It. I walked into that one. <laughs> oh God! God. <laughs> so, well, okay. I wonder on. if they'd be better off. And I mean, I'll let you finish. If the solution to this is that it's just not in Sega's hands anymore, they treat Sonic like. A license, which they kind of already have, mm-hmm. but give it to a, a, a different developer mm-hmm. to do what they want with, like a a DMC type of deal where you had mm-hmm. your your key Devil May Cry games, and then you gave the IP to a different studio to do what they want with it, like a one off. Yeah, and, and see then what it happens. Ends up like being like Sonic Boom. Sonic Boom wasn't Sonic Team. Oh, okay. Not sure actually. Hmm. Research. Well, Aaron, keep going while he's researching that. Oh. Sorry, we're eating on the guy on the. Yeah, it's okay. I was just saying, like, where Sonic stories are all about the adventure and the carefreeness of it all. Shadow, on the uh, to put it, the, the dichotomy of uh, Team Dark. Shadow has always been a character that's been like fighting for uh, who you are, for your existence and stuff like that, fighting for what you lost, fighting for what you have, and fighting for what's to come, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And the at the end of uh, the Team Dark story, or Shadow story at the end of 06, I really liked the... They didn't really say it, but the, the, the ending sequence where you see a whole bunch of... Um, uh, copies of Mephilus just like rising up around uh, Rouge and Shadow and Omega and whatnot. And Shadow is just like standing there and then he slowly okay. unclips his uh, bracelets. Okay, Sonic Sonic Boom was not Sonic Team. 
it was Big Red Button Entertainment. Yeah. Oh God. So that they can't even get right. So as I was saying, um, that whole sequence was very. If you actually break it down, as this shadow decided to, okay, if I can't get around this problem, I'm just gonna have to fight through all these enemies or all these mm-hmm. problems that are rising up against me. So that's what I was saying. Like, if you keep to that name of shadows, always his storylines are always about you can't get around your problems. Sometimes you just have to fight full force through it. So now are you saying, say we take the, the DC structure, mm-hmm. right? Applied to Sonic. Mm-hmm. Then what you're thinking is we make shadow the Batman yes. side of type of deal where mm-hmm. he deals with the gritty parts of life. Mm-hmm. And then you have Superman who deals with the, the light. Not, no, no, he's not really the lighter side of things. But Shadow could be, know, I mean, Sonic the main could be like the Wally version of Flash. Yeah, okay, there we go. That's more like probably what's realistic. Now, I feel like that would work better if they were able to do a Sonic game, just a Sonic game, a Shadow game, just a Shadow game. Yeah, that's exactly and what then, I'm trying to say. Yeah. And um, and every so often, in like in between, like downtimes between, like, okay, make a Sonic game, and then while people are working on the script for a new Shadow game, go back to like the retro stuff or do like the party games and stuff like that in between time. So, you wanted to take the Call of Duty approach. I was just about to say that. I was yeah. just about so to like say the Call that. of Duty approach is obviously because games take a long time to make. Mm-hmm. So you have three years of development time between it now. But there was a time when it was two years. Mm-hmm. Or there's two studios working on games. Yep. So, so now we have three. Sledgehammer and Treyarch. So imagine, yep. So you would have your Sonic team, which is doing their Sonic game. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with the Shadow game. They're just doing their own thing. And then you have a shadow game, which will come out the year after. Mm-hmm. So, like, say we have two teams that are... But you still actually, have a, a certain continuity between the two. So let me pose this this way, then. In the universe of Sonic, right, there has been co- uh, games, there has been animations, right? Mm-hmm. The Archie comic, um, which I haven't been keeping up with. There has been comics. Mm-hmm. So is Sonic, is Sonic, um, I don't want to say successful, is he successful in any of those branches? That's something I did to do research on. I heard the the comic does pretty well. The Archie comic. Okay, so that's what I'm wondering, if this needs to tie more into a solid story, Mm -hmm. if that's what the issue is, where, like, the storytelling just needs to get better. Yeah. And, like the story for 06 was good. It's just that the glitchy gameplay was bad. And I think that the gameplay between each character needs to reflect the character's personality. Just like in Sonic. So, so then let me let me let me pose this other question to you, right? Say if the stories are fine. Like comic wise, the mm-hmm. stories are fine. Um if borrowing closer to the stories, the comics. Mm-hmm. Bringing that over into the gameplay. What? Well, I guess neither of us have really read the the comics, right? The last so time I read the, the uh, Archie are. comics for Sonic, they were going through the um, 
Sonic Adventure 2 storyline where Shadow showed up, and it was a little bit after that, too. Okay, so let me pose another question to you guys. Taking the Disney approach of where they're like, we're not making games anymore. We're licensing out our, our stuff to, like, say, the best developers to do that type of game. Mm-hmm. Who would you give a Shadow game to? I feel like the people who are doing the newest type of Sonic games better is Insomniac with Ratchet and Clank, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And Ratchet and Clank, if I can get, like, reskinned Ratchet and Clank as Sonic, do you guys agree that would probably work, gameplay-wise? Not talking about story, just gameplay. It could work. It could work. What about Naughty Dog? Um, I mean, Naughty Dog, they're good at storytelling, right? Yep. Yeah. But like, I feel like it would need to be more realistic slash grounded yeah. for them to do it well. Um, and that, that that's just me at least thinking. Yeah. Um, I mean, and Insomniac is the same studio that did um, what was that game on Xbox with all the colors and the zombies and it was like you're drinking I don't know Fuse from back in the day. <laughs> um, uh, the hell? Oh shit. Um, but that game, if I remember correctly, had like. Good movement, speed, mm-hmm. good traversal. They actually was grinding. Sunset Overdrive. That's what I'm thinking about. Oh, okay. so Sunset Overdrive. If Insomniac can do that, and um, Ratchet and Clank, just give us good story, um, tight gameplay. Mm-hmm. That's all Sonic really needs. It's just that, unfortunately, they're like light on the story or the story. Is just nonsense. Yeah. Um, and then gameplay, it's just glitchy, like yeah. almost not polished. Right. Yeah. Because so I mean, it, it could be. Go ahead. Uh, the whole thing with uh, Shadow being part of uh, Gun, you can easily do a storyline. Well, you know, Maria died. This is going back to Sonic Adventure Two. Okay, since she died, then you know I'm getting fed up with all this uh, the the flaws of uh, human society and whatnot. So I joined Gunn to try to fix things from, you know, the inside and whatnot. And then he becomes disillusioned with that, and he branches off on his own, pretty much. Rouge can kind of be the Selina Kyle to Shadow's Batman, pretty much. I mean, out of everybody else, she could appeal to more to his inner humanity, pretty much. Like, she can be, like, the, the so many words that Neo-Maria. So, another thing, too, right, is do we have to accept that maybe Sonic isn't for the adult community? You know what I mean? Like, th- these are games I feel for kids. I, no, I feel like, this is how I feel about Sonic, and I love Sonic, but, like, I feel <laughs> as if, like, Sega has always tried to make Sonic more uh, appeal more to teenagers compared to like Mario. Well, I, I was wondering if Mar if they were trying to make Sonic that character who grows up with you. Like obviously you had he had his fan base yeah. when we were ten or something like that. Mm-hmm. Then when we, we became teenagers, he became edgier, right? Right. Sonic Adventure Battle, a little bit edgier. Yeah, shadow games. They, they've always, they've here. always, they've always tried to keep Sonic like. They, I, I feel like they've always tried to have Sonic be cooler than Mario because, like, yeah, the Genesis, like when we were kids, it's like 
the Super Nintendo was always like the family friendly console, while the mm-hmm. Genesis was to appeal more towards teenagers, I suppose. Mm-hmm. So it's like yeah. they always tried to keep Sonic cooler than Mario, and I feel like oh, right. that kind of hurt. There's that Mortal Kombat thing, right? Where yeah, where the, the Super Nintendo, Nintendo version, had, version had no blood. Yep. And yeah, their uh, marketing campaign was like Genesis does what Nintendo don't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that kind of stuff. Catch you back then. Yeah. Yeah. Good night. Good nineties campaign. So I, mean, <laughs> so I mean, like, I wonder if they just didn't hit that point where they're like, "All right, we're going to try and reset the character, right. appeal to the younger audiences again." And then that's why we got after Sonic, Sonic Adventure Battle and yeah, un- Sonic Boom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Sonic Boom. But uh, you know, with, with that, I'll, I'll do constructive criticism. The story no. suck. I, I can't stand that six characters. <laughs> I, I like I was telling Al the other day. The whole character design aren't uh, the character designs aren't that bad. I mean. Seeing Knuckles a little bit taller, a little bit buffed out, he's kind of like a jock on the team. He has fingers. Yeah. So he- uh, I don't really mind that too much because, I mean, it fits his character. He was always kind of like the hothead the, and whatnot. But the thing I like about Knuckles that I that they really lost with that character is he had a strong sense of duty about him, even though he was hot-blooded and a little bit gullible, gullible and whatnot. I was telling Alan, there's, there's a perfect storyline where they could do like a whole tension between Shadow and um, Knuckles and whatnot, because back in 06, you had the part where Rouge was saying this, like, even though the whole world would be against Shadow because he's so powerful and whatnot, and people unfortunately have the mindset of hating you know people with power or hating st- things or they d- that they don't understand or whatnot but getting back to my main topic goes the flirtation that was fair with Sonic Adventure 2 and then Rouge kind of branching off a little bit towards Shadow but also you could have this other uh, point was with what was it in Sonic Adventure 1 that you found out that uh, who's the female uh, echidna that was part of uh, Knuckles' race? To call. And you found that she was pretty much trapped inside the Master Emerald holding um, Chaos back, right? That was the whole story of it. You can actually have a a third dimension of why why, um, Knuckles was protecting the Master Emerald. Like at the end of that or of the storyline, he could be sitting there with the Master Emerald talking to it, and everybody's just like, Is he like crazy or something like that? And then all of a sudden, at the end of it, like there's a sunset and he's talking to it, and then all of a sudden, you hear a girl's voice and it pans around, and you see like the spirit of uh, to call there talking to him. It's like, You know, it seems like you have a lot of fun with your friends. You sure I'm not uh, holding you back from your, you know living a fuller life, and Knuckles just, like, says something kind of, like, you know, on a humanity standpoint, saying this, like, or a sentimental standpoint of just, like, no, this is, uh, you know, who else is going to be here with you? No, I'm wondering, right? If you're by your side. If... Does Sonic need a story? It does. I don't think... I don't think... It doesn't... Or could it just exist gameplay? 
It needs some now, kind of story. I'm not because hear me out, right? Okay. Every time we play a Mario game, yep. is there really a tight story to it? No, it's, it's or is Mario. it like Mario going like saving somebody from something? Exactly. Do we? We don't need some super hierarching storyline for Mario. We just kind of accept it as a Mario game. We're playing the Mario levels. <clears throat> Could Sonic just exist as a twenty dollar game, or something along those lines, where you're just playing through the Sonic mechanics? Essentially, yeah, yeah you could. It could. I mean, uh, it all depends on the the person, your perception of you know what makes a good game. Me, I, I like a little bit of uh, everything. I like uh, good gameplay. You know, I like um, I like all the Easter eggs in my game, and but also I like character development and stuff like that. That's what oh, yeah. got me uh, really into Sonic Adventure Two. It was just like. Oh wow! There's a Sonic game that actually has a pretty goddamn good story. This is really good, and that's what you know kept me in uh, with Sonic. You know to you know into Shadow the Hedgehog and then Sonic 06, and then Sonic Boom is just like killing you know my affections for you know Sonic in the cast right now because yeah yeah. Well, I mean, so like right now we're this. So, what what needs more is it the story or is it gameplay? Gameplay, for sure. Because like that's why people like I think that's why people the main reason why a lot of people play it. No, I mean like in terms of fixing it, right? Is what's worse off, story or gameplay? Well. I mean, within any relationship, I think gameplay is more like the physical aspect of a relationship. Right. I mean, you you're you're gonna get in there, you're gonna do what it does and stuff like that. But for a lasting relationship, you just need more than the physical aspect of it. And since we're you know on a you know age friendly podcast, I'm not just in case there's little kids watching and stuff like that. You need. A little bit more than the physical aspect of it. You need stuff that appeals to you, like mentally, and brings you, you know, it gets you more attached to the characters. I mean, you can always do like party games in between the games that are just like story based and whatnot. I'm all for that, but in terms of uh, endurance, I mean, if you look at a lot of stuff like back in the 90s, like with. You know, Spider-Man animated series and uh, Batman animated series and stuff like that. A lot of people liked it, not because of the artwork, but it was about more of the storylines and the type of stories they were doing with the characters. Yeah, I, I can see that. I feel, uh, I feel as if, as far as Sonic goes, and I'll keep this brief. As far as Sonic goes, if I had to sack, if like, it's like if we if they could only fix one thing, it's like fix the gameplay. Sonic doesn't. Need I anything. agree with that. I mean, I mean, yeah, like the unfortunately, fortunately, unfortunately, the foundation of any game is its gameplay. Right. It, mm-hmm. it what it comes down to, and like you fall into the world occasionally, doesn't really pass, <laughs> but like 
Sonic, when I think of Sonic, boil it down to its basics. It's speed. It's colorful speed, levels. It's, it's like, yeah. Yep. Because, like, r- I mean, like, real quick, it's like, you look at, like, the Sonic Mania game, the, the new game coming out this year that's supposed to take Sonic back to his roots. It's fast gameplay like Sonic 2. It's new colorful levels. It's good music. That's it. Yeah. And of all like of all the games, majority of the ones I liked were your typical 2D, you know, Sonic Event Sonic uh, 2, Sonic and Knuckles. Yep. Modified yeah. into 2 and 3. Yep. And Sonic and um, you said Sonic, were, Sonic Advance. Yeah, and Sonic Advance. So that's where I stand for. Like where I stand Sonic <laughs> is a good game play is better gameplay when it's just focusing on gameplay not story right because the stories in in two three and in sonic and knuckles in advance they could have been thrown away i can't even tell you what the stories were like right now but the thing that stuck with me was the gameplay mm-hmm. like i feel like for for comics and for movies stories key that's their backbone like it doesn't have to look visually nice but it has to at least have a good story right and for gameplay, it's, I mean, for games, it's definitely the gameplay is what that, if you have the good bones there, a good gameplay, story can come after. Mm-hmm. At least that's, that's that's my two cents on that. I agree. I agree. Aaron, anything? No, uh, like I said, um, like with anything, I'm kind of looking at gameplay and story at the same time. I'm kind of, if I'm going to have a hamburger, I want a little, you know, French fries and stuff like that on it too, you know what I mean? Yeah. Using the hamburger reference, I'm not going to eat a burger that has a lot of toppings but no no burger. Yeah, yeah. that's true, too. Like I said, everything yeah. has to have a good balance. I'm not saying make a Sonic game that's just like, oh, it's like drenched in story and the gameplay sucks. Not at all. Well, you have to have a good medium between the two. Well, Aaron, imagine, imagine your burger reference, right? I, I go to Burger King. I order my, my Whopper, right? Mm-hmm. Typical toppings, everything that goes on to it. And instead of me getting it back, I get it back as all the toppings are there, toppings being story. And then the patty is either half a patty or it's like one of those tofu patties <laughs> where it's not where it's not really meat. You wouldn't eat it, right? Nope. No. Nope. But, but, it. Also, but... Go ahead. To go along with that, you're also going to a fast food, uh, a fast food joint, expecting fast food. So of course you're not gonna get like a whole lot of lettuce, pristine on it, and stuff like that. You're in, you know, fast food. Your patties are gonna be like. I mean, that anyway. That's so. what I mean, though. Like, like, if given the choice between two burgers, one with lettuce and toppings. One with just bread and the bun. You're probably gonna pick the one with the bun and the and the um, burger, yeah. mm-hmm. and and not the one just with the toppings. So, and that's what I mean by gameplay. Like for gameplay, the bun, I mean the burger, is what makes the game. It's, it's, that's it's what the you, gameplay. That's why you get it in the first place. It's like I want a hamburger, yep. so mm-hmm. I want a, I want a hamburger, and so I want a burger. It's like you get a game. It's like I want to play this game. Yeah. Yep. It's and, like if I wanted then, to watch something for store, I'll, I'll want the movie. And then your your toppings is what you like in a game, right? Yep. Um, story, we'll say that's lettuce. Um, good characters, that's whatever else. 
some people don't care about the characters. Some people just care about gameplay. And yeah, it's like the characters can be like cool. the, the characters can be like the pickles. Some people don't like pickles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like it all so, depends I mean, on what kind of uh, gamer you are. Yeah, so I mean, in terms of like saving the Sonic series, I think the first thing they need to focus on is the gameplay. Yep. And find whatever like generally, what do people like? They like a stable game that doesn't break. Right. Um, focus on what you do well, which is speed and you know whatever else i think i think the, that that like the saving the sonic series can be summed up in one word i think it's just it's just focus they need to mm-hmm. focus on what yeah the what why like, why the series was good in the first place because like sonic games like don't need to come out every every year every no. two years it's like they should put out like they should take their time come out with like you know put some thought into it put out a good game see how that does mm-hmm. and even Five year, four or five years from now, come out with another one. Yeah, yeah. Because that, that's why I was saying, like in between time, if you wanted to do like Sonic games with story, and then in between time, while you guys are writing up script for like a Sonic Adventure <clears throat> three or something like that, that was about as good as the story was for two or the story for O six or something like that. Then do like the Just landmark game. Yeah, the yeah. landmark game. I'm perfectly fine yeah. with that. Do fast food in between, you know, going out and getting, uh, you know, sitting down at a restaurant or something like that. I'm yeah. perfectly fine yeah. with doing that. All right. Yeah. All right. I guess that's pretty much. Yep. We've talked it out, huh? Yeah, I was gonna say. I was. I think on that note, we should wrap things up. Yeah. Yeah. It's another long one for you guys. Yeah. It's all right. Like we lost like what, like ten minutes because of like ten. Well, 10 yeah. minutes but... so yeah topics for next week well we can discuss that later yeah yeah we can discuss that if anyone watches this and then just comments below for yeah. any kind of topics you guys yeah. think you want to hear if you guys like this segment of uh franchises we can save and stuff like that see if you yeah yeah want this to come back um the one thing I am working on is that audio podcast. Still trying to figure out some a few things in terms of posting it online, but okay. I'll try and have that link for you guys. And then, you know, if video isn't your thing or YouTube isn't your thing, you can download it. All right. So, <laughs> God, Aaron's trying to dig his phone out from under his plate. Yeah. So on that note, you know, if anyone who watches, thanks for – or anyone who watched, I don't know if anyone did, but thanks for joining us if you did. Uh, I'm Al. Yep. Oh, wait. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. From what the social oh, media I at mean, all? or you know, yeah, I mean, it's gonna be below. Um, yeah, and my social media for everything is typically for this at least at the black Nate, pretty easy, <laughs> pretty easy. The black Nate, <laughs> so there's that, Aaron. Uh, sneaky cloak, you can find me on you know, PSN, sneaky cloak, and then That's on Twitter, uh, and um. Twitter's at Sneaky Cloak. Cloak with a K. Yeah, let me, let's just put that out there. You have to remember that too. Yep, yep, yep. yep. As a, so I'm very surprised you had the name. So <laughs> no, us knowing your history, I'm very surprised you had that name. So. But um, yeah. But yeah. So I, I mean, we'll see you next episode, right? Yep. Yep. Thanks for watching. We'll see. You ne- we'll see you next time. Peace.